1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and coverage match limited by state law
2: On third and seven Pickett drops, firing deep downfield streaking his Calvin Austin Who's got it, and he's got it all Touchdown Pittsburgh he Scored 16, unanswered Pickett to the end zone Firebooth touchdown Great looking drive from the Steelers Deep down the field and put it up for grabs for Adams. Gets it yards and is intercepted. Wallace gets the two feet down. He's got another pick. And the Steelers are going to come away with the victory. Those calls from NBC Sunday night football. The Steelers win. Steelers win yesterday 23-18 over the Las Vegas Raiders to improve to 2-1. and one And the offense seemed to bring it together. Exciting game from the Steelers yesterday. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the fan morning show, the early morning show, I should say. It's the wake-up show. The wake-up show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84Lumber.com. So two of the three teams this weekend from uh, that are in season for Pittsburgh played well, played excitingly. Not going to touch too much on pit football this morning. If you want to call in on your own and express any of your opinions on that, you're welcome to, but uh, I'm just going to stay away from them a little bit this morning, only because I, I have 40 minutes for this show. But the Pittsburgh Pirates played this weekend, took two of three from Cincinnati. The Pirates playing spoiler and could still possibly win 80 games if they went out the rest of this season how likely that is is uh well it is what it's going to be but they did successfully come back in a game they were down 9 nothing in on Saturday and that was their biggest comeback in franchise history so i mean that's exciting you know you're upset at first when the game starts but then they come back and they chip away and then they they score and they get 13 runs so that's exciting but of course, the big storyline this morning is that the Steelers are two and one and now tied atop the AFC North. Particularly because the Ravens did not beat the Colts this week. The Ravens lost in overtime yesterday. Now they're two and one. The Browns keeping pace. They got a win yesterday. They're now two and one of the Bengals. Yet to be seen how far away they are. They're not going to keep pace either way because they've already lost two games this season, but if they lose today, they're going to be 0-3. They play on Sunday, uh, excuse me, Monday Night Football tonight. So the Steelers in in a decent position right now, in a pretty good position, keeping pace with other teams in the division. and The teams at the AFC North is as exciting as we all anticipated. And it's getting extra exciting, not only because the Ravens blew a game that they were favored in, but as it relates to the Steelers, the Steelers' offense played well. I'll get to my opinions on that. Uh, there was also a report that came out over the weekend that was very strange, and I'll talk about that as well. Uh, but if you want to talk, if you want to voice your opinion, you're welcome to at 412 412- Nine two eight nine three seven zero. You can also talk to me over X, the social media platform name, replacing Twitter. Uh, Callus underscore three three is my Twitter handle. That's C A L L A S underscore three three. And uh, if you tag me in a in a post, I will uh, I'll read it or I'll answer questions as I see them necessary or fit. Uh, and again, you can call four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Phone lines open uh, for the entirety of my show this morning, but let's, uh, I mean, there's so many things to dissect, so I'll just start with one of them. Uh, The offense looked good. Now, when I, I want y'all to remember, because I know a lot of you listen, and it's nice of you, so uh, you're listening out there right now. You've heard me before most likely talk about how it's not Kenny Pickett's fault. It is more play calling and and coordination, and the coordinator, which is Matt Canada. And after yesterday's performance, I'd like to say that I was proven right in that regard, that Pickett has the ability to make good plays. And you watched him, too, roll out of the pocket, right, run a couple times and scramble away to to gain positive yards during a drive. And that's just stuff that we've seen before that he wasn't doing in the first two weeks. It looks like he was he was trying to stay within a certain distance to the pocket and he wasn't very confident in in going outside the pocket and trying to run on his own. And I think that could be a coaching thing. I think that if he's given a parameter and say, Hey, you know, don't try to run too much, don't take too many risks Uh, If you're going to throw it, throw it out of bounds, but don't, like, scramble away and try to run. I think that, you know, if that's what he was coached to do and it wasn't working, I'm glad that they fixed that. But Pickett has the tools. And, I mean, I've always believed that. And, again, if you've listened, you know that. I've always said that Pickett's fine. It's got to be some sort of coaching. And yesterday I feel like I got some verification that, that my assessments are correct, that Pickett has it within him. You might be one of those pessimists that argue, oh, the Raiders aren't a great football team. Well, Browns really aren't either. And Pickett struggled against them through nearly a half, the first half. And the offense didn't do well throughout the entire game as a whole. The defense scored two touchdowns in that game, which really won them the football game. Right, so they've played against bad teams before, and they've not done well against bad teams before so it's not like this is new so don't don't try to say oh the Raiders are struggling I mean they're not and even if they were the Steeler that didn't stop the Steelers from doing poorly before Kenny Pickett has talent Kenny Pickett has the ability to play well he has the tools to scramble he has the he can throw the football right he's intelligent at the quarterback position he's capable I really think that some of the the coaching that he was given and the play calls that were made and some boundaries that were set for him were limiting him in those first two games. And I'll give Canada credit or I'll give Pickett credit for taking charge on his own. Uh, whoever's going to take credit for this. Or maybe they'll just say, oh, it's all of us, which is fair, it's fine. I'm, like, I'm glad that they stick up for each other and, and say that it's a team effort. But whatever call was made, something changed yesterday. It did not feel like... They were playing safe. They took some risks on offense. Pat Fryermuth finally got some targets. A lot of targets. Multiple targets at least, not just one. Right? And then Calvin Austin still being used pretty well. George Pickens, a weapon. The running backs fighting for yards every time they carry the ball, whether they got stuffed or whether they had openings. I mean, all of it just seemed to gel together, and I think the Raiders are a good starting point there. They're not a bad team. They're playing kind of like a bad team right now, but and you might argue that the, uh, the call to kick a field goal at the end of the game might have uh, gifted the Steelers a win. That's all fine, but the Steelers' offense still scored 23 points. Right, so that is good. That's what we want to see, and we saw a different scheme. I think Pickett was put into a box, and they finally took the boundaries away. They said, okay, a little more risk-taking. Throw the ball downfield. Throw the ball to our tight end. Scramble and run for the first down if you have to. That's all great. That's all what I want to see, and that's all I'm sure – that you guys want to see. But, you know, for those of you that doubted Pickett, not saying that he's the franchise quarterback, I'm not going to go that far, and I know some of you might call in and there's a few of you on the line right now that might want to tell me, oh, yeah, you know, Pickett's still not a franchise guy. I'm not ready to call him that yet. That's fine. You don't have to if you want to bring that up. You don't have to call him a franchise guy. But is he a serviceable quarterback? Is he a quarterback that can conduct an offense in a way to win football games? Absolutely. Absolutely, he is, he can be, and he's shown that he can be. Now it's up to the coaching staff and the play callers and you know everybody on that team to execute plays that set this team up for success. Not putting them in a safe box anymore.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
2: 928 9370. We got uh, this caller on the line. Good morning. What's your name?
3: Hey, this is Ted.
2: Hi, Ted. What's up?
3: Hey, real quick, I'll be honest. Uh, you still got to get rid of my I mean, like yesterday. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't get it. Um, look, Sam Howe right now is probably a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett in that sense. I mean, you look at his coordinator, you look at the play design. 14 points is still not enough. You're going to wear this defense down. In uh, Najee Harris, I hate to say it, I think uh, Le'Veon Bell's right. He got to cut weight. You can't play at 240. Mm. If he wants to save his career, you got to at least be down 230. He's slow, and he's starting to get hurt. And I don't think he's gonna last the season. You, you see it. Ooh. It's he, he just doesn't have the burst. Um, you know, it, it looks like he's running with a piano on his on his back. Mm. It, it's oh, definitely too much weight. Too much weight.
2: Ted, I hear you. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, no, those are fair assessments. If they don't bring Canada back, I'm fine with that too. I'm not. I'm not sitting here right now saying Canada's the answer. Canada can do it. I need to see more games if I'm going to say that. But I also still don't love Canada. And there was also a report that came out yesterday that was that was very strange. It was yesterday, Saturday, it was sometime this weekend. A report came out on Twitter, and it was just a post. There's no story tagged with it. There's just a guy with a lot of followers. That made a post, and it's funny, and I'll uh, I'll talk about that more um, next segment around 5:25. But um, no, I mean if Canada doesn't come back, I'm not I'm not gonna cry over that, and I don't think that he's still the guy even after this game against the Raiders, because it is one game, and Canada doesn't have a track record of major success from what I've seen. It feels like the the Steelers need to play under distress to be able to win football games, and uh, and I'm not a fan of that. I especially think that with a, a new coordinator to come in and to give you know even more input and maybe be more of a risk taker for the offense, I think that would be good for the offense. So, Ted, I'm with you there. Canada may not be the answer, and I'm fine with him not coming back next season, no matter what the offense does, so I'm with you there. But, uh, yeah, my whole point is just that Pickett is – good at quarterback he's a good quarterback no other you know comparisons to sam howell or any of the other young quarterbacks right now in the nfl kenny pickett is a good quarterback and i stand by that statement and i'm glad that i got some confirmation by his performance yesterday that that uh that that statement is is accurate got another caller 412-928-9370 good morning what's your name
3: Good morning, Harry. My name is Dave. I was calling about uh, play calling that they did yesterday. Sure. A little bit more rollouts, a little bit more play action pass. Instead of every time they go under center, they run the ball. and go in the shotgun, they pass it. They actually mixed it up a little bit, and they actually scored a few points from it. I don't know if that's Matt Canada actually doing his job and mixing things up, or Kenny Pickham is making a few more connections on things. But I think it was Canada holding back, and Canada is still the problem, and his game calling is terrible. He's so predictable. That's why they get they get banged up. Hey, thanks there. Yeah,
2: Dave. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. No notes there. Yeah, no. Everything you said is uh, is reasonable. All right, let's move on. We got uh, Roland from Castle Shannon. Good morning.
3: Happy Victory Monday!
2: Yay! Yes. All right.
3: I thought the game changed on the Calvin Austin play where Kenny hung in there. Yeah. The Ferrari just blew by i mean that was a blow by that totally changed the game the two things that were disturbing to me watching the game
2: <clears> Ooh, number
3: one devontae adams we, we couldn't cover him on night. why joey porter didn't play and it turns out the two guys i wanted joey porter to replace uh, made three interceptions levi wallace and pat pete yeah. so that was troubling and, and max crosby what that shows you, and even Brady lost two Super Bowls to the Giants, when you have four guys that can get home up the middle and on the edge without having to blitz, it's disruptive. Kenny faced teams like the, the 49ers and, and the Browns that can get get home with four guys, mm-hmm. why they can't block Max Crosby. He was the only guy getting home last night. I don't know why Broderick Jones isn't playing. I don't know why they're not doing but you saw Did you see Keanu Benton get home up the middle? Did you see that move he made?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I remember.
3: So, so what 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 I saw last night? That's really really positive for Steele. Let's talk. Stop talking about Canada. I don't know what he did or what he didn't do. I think what they did is they're they're actually demoting him. They're going to make him quarterback coach and bring in a real OC. They're going to make, they're going to put him back as QB coach mm-hmm. and tell him it's a promotion and give him more money. So they're going to do some PR spin to safe face. And if he has value as a QB coach, that's great. He's not an offensive coordinator. They're going to bring somebody else in, probably left, which is my guess. But what I saw last night that was really, really, really encouraging, number one, that's Steeler Nation. They don't play road games. You know that, Nick. Every game's a home game for the Steelers, except for that 49ers game at sure of all things.
2: Yeah, well, that's it, true.
3: And, and the other thing that's very, very encouraging, they have so many weapons the one I'm scratching my head I love uh, Braden Fajoko mm-hmm. you can double team him you can't move him why they activated him from the practice squad and then didn't give him a helmet is beyond me I was hoping to see him but I gotta tell you Benton and Montravius Adams were monsters monsters up front and getting deep and making tackles and making plays you notice that Lowry Milk didn't even play last night Nick
2: yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, hey, Roland, thanks for the call. I gotta get uh, I gotta get to a break here soon, but I appreciate uh, all your comments. Um, a lot of analysis there, which is all right, which is all right. Uh, Max Crosby not being blocked again. One guy can can do a lot. You know, maybe you want to plan for him, but Max Crosby is that guy, so I don't blame them too much. As is Devontae Adams. I mean, he's a great receiver. So uh, sometimes it's hard to cover those guys, and you got to remember the there's the four quarters that they play. There's a whole hour hours worth of game to be played. So, I mean, the Steelers' defense got stops. The Steelers' defense, I believe, when they were sacking Jimmy Garoppolo, that uh, they were preventing him from looking for Devontae Adams, and that was their game plan. And when they stopped getting pressure there for a couple of those plays, for a few of those plays, uh, Adams was getting the ball. But that's kind of – Adams is one of those guys where when you target him – you know he is that guy, and he's going to make a lot of catches, and he's going to make a lot of plays. And that's the same thing with Max Crosby. You want to put up a game plan there, but Max Crosby still, you know, one of the, one of those guys. Um, so, you know, I I don't blame the Steelers defense for, or the offense for that um, as it relates to Crosby. And uh, I don't think Broderick Jones necessarily would have come in the come in there and and, and saved the day all by himself. That's just I don't, I don't think that's necessarily reasonable to say. But um, either way, yeah, I mean, I don't want to doubt. This morning should be about celebration. We'll dissect the Steelers throughout the week. You know, that's a lot of analysis there by uh, Roland as well. You know, there, there are some things to think about, and that's fine. But this morning, they executed and regardless of you know the one guy that may have gotten the most pressures on the Steelers or the one guy that the Raiders targeted that they moved the football, I mean, I'm this morning is not about that. This morning is about saying, hey, overall through the four quarters of the game, they they did it. They did many more things correctly than not correctly, and they won a football game against a a team that gives them you know uh, that gives them a good bar to set, and the Las Vegas Raiders.